Andrea Ramelo is in studio, and the website is andrearamelo.com. That's R-A-M-O-L-O. And uh, have a listen to this young lady, and then she'll be back performing live on The Drew Marshall Show.
that is some good production value. About to perform live in studio on a thing we call live on the Drew Marshall Show, devoted solely to the art of music, is uh, Andrea Ramelo. And uh, Andrea is uh, one half of the acclaimed Canadian folk pop duo Scarlet Jane, which has uh, gotten quite a name over the uh, last few years. She's got a, a new solo album, the one we just heard a track off of. It's called Nuda, uh, N-U-D-A. That's Italian for naked. And that's how, you know, we were made. Um, the album emerged out of a deep depression following a romantic breakup and a shift in her artistic path, but brought about a hugely positive metamorphosis personally and creatively. Holy jumping. That's enough to talk about right there. Um, Andrea, how are you? Very good, Drew. How are you? No, are you really good, though? I am, actually, for, for once in my life, for really For once really in good. my life. Honestly, really great. Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw you in your darkness uh, <laughs> at the Dakota a little while ago. That'd be oh, a year and a half ago, maybe. Is that hard? Hard to look at? No, <laughs> no, but you, you're you a crap poker player. I know, I can't fake You're not anything. good at, no. Well, I guess that's a part of the, uh, you know, the, the beauty, yes. I guess. The uh, beauty of the ugliness. Um, no, yeah, I can't fake things very well, so you must have caught me at a at a, a downtime. Well, you still rocked it, and uh, people you. were chatting around me uh, saying how much they enjoyed the show, so cool. good on you, Sonia. Thank you. Cool, dark, understated, and melancholy. Is that you, or is that just the album? Uh, <laughs> I think uh, we're multifaceted human beings, Drew, so that's one part of me. I like to think that I have somewhat of a sense of humor at times as well. You do have a good sense of humor. I'm kind of silly. You are silly, yes. Uh, A childlike in moments. Uh Uh-huh. Sometimes I'm a butthole, you know? Yep. Kind of annoying, but... uh, Yes, you are. You know, (laughs) these are all all parts of of the grand whole, the the larger picture. Yeah. Yeah. How much do you think being Italian plays into you being who you are? Being and dramatic being and outspoken. Being dramatic and outspoken. And, uh, what do you think? Well, actually, it's a funny question. I just did a, an interview with uh, Panorama Italia magazine, which is the Italian-Canadian cultural magazine. It was a great interview with Carrie Duell, who's an old journalist friend of mine. Okay. Um, and we talked a lot about, about that, about my transformation and just kind of um, coming into my own and this album. And my culture... You know, I, I sort of really re-embraced it during this whole process, writing the album. I also covered uh, one of my favorite um, childhood songs that I grew up listening to on the album itself. So I did an Italian cover, paying homage to my roots. But it's just, yes, my personality is, uh, and my culture is ingrained in my character. Of course it is. I mean, all of our, you know, the way that we were brought up, it's nature versus nurture, right? Mm. That's a part of my, of my nurture. When was the last time you were back in Italy? I was there a couple of years back. <laughs> Had a very romantic time. I'm going to go back in October, actually, on tour, uh-huh. and hopefully have another romantic time. <laughs> With the same romantic person? No, or? definitely not okay. the same romantic right. person. Just, you know, just want to point that out. Oh, actually, no. Sorry. I was there a year and a half ago. I took myself there to uh, purge some bad feelings and bad thoughts. I went to Spain, south of France, and then I went to the Italian Riviera by myself, and it was incredible. I did all the hikes through the Cinque Terre, which are those those five beautiful towns cliffside that you can't actually access, access. by car. Yeah. Oh, it was incredible. I 
I, I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Hello. That was like a huge part of my journey. It was great. Where did you go? I'm sorry, everyone in the room. I'm, she said Spain. She said the S word, so I we're know. gonna talk about it. Where in Spain did you I go? Actually Malaga? Just, no, I wish. I just went to Barcelona. I, that's that's what I had time for. Yeah. It was only a kind of two and a half week venture, and I took the train all across the coast. Can I tell you how much I'm disappointed in the fact that I absolutely love Barcelona? Because uh, I was ready to not like Barcelona. Why? Because it's a big, huge thinking city, right? I, I felt the same way, and I was like, holy crap, this place is incredible. Yeah. The food's amazing. The people are actually really warm. Architecture, art, yeah. creativity, clubs. I mean, it was like four in the morning, four nights in a row for me. And I'm friggin' old, right? So. You're not old. <laughs> Age is a state of mind. Well, I'm not old then. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm four years old. No, anyway, so, and then uh, did you go to Nice? I did go to Nice. I went to Avignon. Uh, nice is gorgeous. Did you go up to St. Paul de Vence? No. Just Nice and Avignon, and then I took the train. Uh, oh, actually, I went to Monaco and St. Tropez as well. Uh, nice. I James found Taylorville. Some... Is it? In St. Tropez? Oh, he spent a ton of time there. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. But, uh, yeah, I found this great Italian uh, couple, um, this lady photographer who met me in Nice, and she ended up living near Monaco. So they drove me around all day and paid for my pasta and pizza. And it was wow. just, they were just so kind. And actually, unfortunately, uh, two weeks after I got back, her husband was in a tragic motorcycle crash. He fell off a cliff and Shh. and she lost him. What? And yeah, and she was she was supposed to go on this motorcycle ride with him. So that was pretty shocking because they were just this beautiful, almost like angel-like couple, you know, and then wow. she lost him two weeks after I returned. So that was pretty sad news. But uh yeah, beautiful people I met along along my journey there, for sure. Well, I want, when we come back from you doing this first song that you're going to do here, because you mm -hmm. happen to have a, a big, huge, stinking guitar in your hand. Baritone. Dan Electro. Which yeah. is known as a big, huge, stinking guitar. Yeah. I want to talk about the, your circle of friends, because <laughs> we discussed this off air, but man, you have so many really great human beings as friends. I and really to do. me, the common denominator in that is you. Oh, so, or you could say that to any one of them if they were sitting here because it makes sense. Yeah, but anyway. I said it to you. I know, thanks. Okay, don't ruin it. It, was, it worked for a second. Um, all right, what song are we going to do here, kid? I think I'm going to play Edge of Love. I haven't played this live uh, on air before. This is a song I co-wrote with one of these dear friends, Faye Blay, who Love is her. also the producer of the bonus album that comes with Nuda. It's a stripped-down version of all ten songs called Da Sola, which means by myself or on my own. I can't believe you're giving everyone a double CD. By the way, just before you start stringing your uh, going along there, uh, how did we get this? Do you go to the website? Do you go to your iTunes and do the thing? Um, you know what? Is there a particular way you'd like people to buy your music? If they go to andrearamlo.com, there there are all the links, all Beautiful. the great things, and you can follow and you can purchase online or hard copies, whatever they prefer, really. Beautiful. There it is. All right. About to perform live on the Drew Marshall Show, the one and only Andrea Ramelo. To the wayside I've been holding on too long I'm running on empty I'm singing the same old song There was a time when my light was burning And I let it go to black I let it go to black 
say it doesn't come easy that every pain holds a strength inside well, i've been building a fortress baby somewhere for me to bleed out yeah that was some fire we had burning there's no looking back there's no looking back i can hold on tight face the other way for one more night but don't you look at me that way and say Baby, you're my lifeline I've heard it all before And now we're on the edge Of love Now don't look at me that way You don't need to tell you how I've tried I've been living in pictures the ones of you who and I Now we're just ghosts of each other We've fallen through the cracks We've fallen through the cracks And I can hold on tight Face the other way Baby, you're my lifeline I've heard it all before And now we're on the edge Of love We're standing on the edge of love We're standing on the edge down. I don't want to fall, but there's nowhere to go from here. I'm going to let that breeze take me away. I'll get lost for a while. I'll find my way back again, standing on the edge of love. Standing on the edge of love. On the edge of love They say it doesn't come easy No, it doesn't come easy, baby Wow, pretty, pretty song, beautiful song Good night you know what I realize about my show is, man, I pick good musicians. Just. Thank you, Drew. That's very kind, I, kind of you. It was kind of me, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Andrea. Yes, Drew. Uh, when I was listening to you sing, perform, it's been a long time since I, because I tried to get into one of your gigs, but, you know, it was sold out. Um, Funny, that doesn't happen often, so that was a good night, was I guess. a good night, yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, there, are, there are some musicians that can write painfully beautiful relational 
lyrics. Mm -hmm. You're one of those people. Another person I would put in that category is actually Adam Cohen, Leonard Cohen's oh, son. Interesting. Um, just you can just like it's almost like you 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 drag us into into the room where that relationship is happening. Hmm. Whatever the dynamics are. Just that how I can turn the other way for one more night thing or whatever that line was. I mean, oh, man, come on. Does it make you uncomfortable? No. Well, yes, but in a good way. Okay, good. Um, because, that's my hope, to make people uncomfortable in a good way because we all need to, that's how you grow, right? You yeah. Need, you, need to, you need to feel that discomfort in life because we all, we all have that discomfort. We all have that, <laughs> yeah. True yeah. story, true yeah. story. Live in the studio uh, with Andrea Ramelo, whose last name has pr been pronounced so many ways in her entire lifetime. So many lifetime. wrong ways, horrible ways. Well, so you've got Ramelo, Ramolo. What else have you received? Any oh, good ones? Uh, Ramola. Ramola. Uh, Ramelu. Like just every, basically every vowel that could be replaced within the vowels yeah. themselves. Yeah, there's been versions. Once I was introduced as Amanda Rogers. Which is not my name at all. Though <laughs> that happened in Vancouver, we it was just kind they of just a, gave up trying to pronounce your yeah, name. Yeah, I'm put just kind of. Am I supposed to walk out right now onto the stage? I'm not sure if this is for me, <laughs> but I did, and I corrected him. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about your friends, and let's talk about yeah. uh, the first one that probably most people associate you with. Mm -hmm. um, Donald Trump. How's he doing? Oh, he's great. You yeah. know, we, we talked last night on the phone. Okay. Yeah. He right. cried. Yeah. I wonder if he pushed someone out of the way to get to the phone to talk to you. He probably did. Yeah. His wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Cindy. Horrible. Horrible. Let's talk about Cindy. How's she doing? She's good. She went on a voyage to India for the last six months. Wow. And she's newly returned. She also uh, recorded a new French album, which is probably <clears> coming <throat> out, I think, in the fall, early, maybe late September, let's okay. say. Okay. All right. Not sure. I'll believe. It. We're not here to promote her, so let's stop. Well, it. you know, I like to promote. Stop I it. Like to promote my are you guys still friends, or do you, you know, do you fight? Do you have weird relationship issues and stuff? Because everyone <laughs> wants to know where Scarlett Jane is. Where's Scarlett Jane? Where's I think Scarlett Jane? everyone's so concerned. You know, the world is so. They love to hear drama and gossip, and no, I don't think we're going to give them that. That's the, That's what I'm going to say. Uh, you know, let's what? give them something to talk about. Well, I mean, oh, nice, yeah, why nice. not? Right? You know what? We have been friends for. So long, fifteen years, and really? uh, you know, you you we are artists, so oh, we yeah. continue to grow as individuals at the same time, right? Yeah. So you know, bands bands do this, just like relationships do this, just yeah. like life does this. And right now, you know, my life sort of led me in that direction where I needed, like, this album wasn't planned. You know what I mean? This album wrote itself, and it was, you know, like you kind of just gave that little bio blurb. It was a necessity. It it came it came from a deep place and needed to be written. And, and then it was written, so then it needed to be recorded. There was no like, oh, let me write a new solo album. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, Cindy's also a, a Franco-Ontarian, and and her first language is French. So she writes in that language beautifully, and that's she needed to service that part yeah. of her identity as yeah. well. So you know, both taking care of business and doing us, which is important. Who was it that said to say hello to me when you came? Sarah Featherstone. Oh my goodness, I am just a creepy fan of hers. How do you guys know each other? She came and performed on the show. She's great. Have, did she, she perform? On she her brought harp? her harp. Yes, and um, when I say harp, I'm not talking blues harp. I mean I legit harp. Like she's I an angel from legit. another. another Universe. Old school. But she plays a million things. Does she not play diff like different instruments? She plays um, violin <laughs> with with my project. So she's been playing with me quite a bit on this new solo album. Yeah. And she plays electric violin, which is so cool. Distortion? It's, yeah, she uses whammy tons bar? of pe pedals. <laughs> I wouldn't say she uses a whammy, but maybe we should invest in one yeah. for her. She also plays the penny whistle. 
So yeah. she uh, played that here, I think. You know, I can't remember. But, yeah, yeah, no, she's great, and uh, she's a lifelong friend. She's a very close friend. So I just saw good. her last night. Good, good. Yeah. Um, and then Faye. Um, okay, and I Faye produced. Did she produce which one of these? She, one of the, she produced the unplugged thing. No, what did yeah. she do? Yeah. So Faye and I, she she went through this journey with me as a as a dear friend, and she you know was getting really skilled at recording stuff. She has a home studio which she built from the ground up. Okay. So when I was going through this sort of transformation, this dark time, I basically you know we we would write songs together, and I would come in, and she was like, "Let's lay them down." So she recorded. There was no real plan, like, let's put out a bonus album with these songs stripped down. Yeah. So she did a fantastic job. She was, like, holding my hand the whole way through. We wrote two of the songs together, and she re- she produced the Da Sola. Michael Timmons is the producer of Nuda. Okay, I have a question. Yes, I might have an answer. Yeah, you probably do. In my experience, some of the most prolific producers... Yeah. Are also jerks. They're very lead follower. Get the heck out of the way. They're very. Some of the best producers I've come. Like, what's the guy's name? That oh, why don't you even start this? Oh no. Um, I hope I don't know this guy. No, he I'd lives up in a honest. cliff uh, near Malibu. Uh, he's Canadian. David Foster. David Foster. David thank Foster. you. Right. He's you know he can be pretty abrasive. But when I think about Faye doing this, Faye Blay, I mean, she is just a relational, caring individual. and Lovely inside and out. And Michael, I'm going to say, I will work with him in a heartbeat again. Really? Michael Timmons, I I don't know, I have this this strange bond with him. It's like unspoken. He's not a very chatty guy. Hmm. He's also not a control freak, which I really loved because he... He works with the artist, and he w- he wants to embrace that artist. So he wants you to shine through. He wants your character to come out. I worked with him, and w- where I fell in love with his work was on the Lee Harvey Osmond album, Beautiful Scars, which I sang on and co-wrote a few songs. And I was like, man, this guy, like, he's there. You know, he's creative. Mm. But he just provides that really open space where musicians and artists can express themselves, can be who they are. And uh, I like the people that he works with and he hires. You know, he got Josh Finlayson on bass from the Skydiggers, one of my favorite Canadian bands of all time. I got schooled by by that group when Scarlett Jane opened for them in Halifax a few dates. And uh, Ray Ferruja on drums from Junk House and uh, Tom's band, Lee Harvey Osmond. And then I had Jason Snyderman, uh, you know, Sam the Record Man, yeah. son on yeah. keys. And and other cool key type instruments. That guy is, is such show. a creative. Creative. Yeah. He's incredible. Yeah. His house is gorgeous. I don't care about his house. Come on. No, I do. Okay. Because I've never been in a nicer <laughs> bathroom in my life. Really? Yeah. And Aaron Goldstein was on uh, pedal steel, electric right. guitar, all those rock and roll elements. And he, he kills it. In, in the, all right. Um, well, we've set that uh, <laughs> uh, CD Tupac. Yeah. Wait, wait, did he play on the album? No, he's dead, Ooh. isn't he? Tupac. Tupac. Oh yeah. <laughs> AndreaRamelo.com is the website. Go there, buy it, and uh, and do it. Do it. Just pop the trunk. All right, next song. What are we doing? Well, it's a song that I didn't really prepare for today, so I'm going to try it anyways. It's nice. off the new album, and I've never played it live. <gasps> um, the song's called Chameleon, and it's about uh, our survival techniques as human beings. It's about a woman and the many masks that she wears to get through uh, everyday life, and I think we can all, you know, pull something out of this song. So let's see if I actually remember it because I haven't played a live show in a while. Okay. But I am playing one June 30th at the Dakota. Which, we should talk about that. Yeah, let's. Ta- I, I forgot about that. June 30th at the Dakota. We should talk about that. Okay, we'll do that. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, live on the Drew Marshall Show, Andrea Ramelo. She turns into darkness. Winter, it finds her and colors the flesh of her skin. Bruised purple and emerald, the 
black satin tarnish she saves her slow dance for sin her heart always hungry for someone to hold it her body is begging to burn and she goes on Just one who's been broken One too many times In her defense It's just her way of coping Without crossing too many lines The diamond's been lost In the brown murky water Deep in the pit of the lake Deep in the stay in that one for a while uh, okay we we have got to talk about uh, I think there, I think one of the reasons that I'm drawn to the recording industry and, and that music has had more of an impact on my soul than I don't know preachers um, is because I'm attracted to the darkness there's a there's actually a scripture that says my people prefer the darkness over the light hmm. and um, and I get that. As a matter of fact, I get it so much that a number of years ago, I, uh, for the last week of Lent, I uh, had a friend of mine who's an optometrist source out some contact lenses um, <laughs> that took away my sight for the week. Wow. So I went blind for, for seven days. That's and, incredible. Yeah, it was pretty intense, pretty intense, but I enjoyed it. Like, I, I liked being in the darkness. Um, I'm attracted to the darkness, mm -hmm. which is a weird thing. And so I, I often ask this question of a lot of artists who are on the show. To the point where it's getting just uh, irritating. Do you write out of the darkness? Can you write 
out of the light is maybe even a bigger question. Well, it, it, see, I'm defining light, I guess, differently, or I'm seeing it differently, especially um, now in my life, because I, I only find that you, the, the light is in the darkness, not to get all spiritual and, and new agey, but, you know, you, the, the light for me is truth, is honesty, right? And well if you, said. Well, and if you can embrace the darkness, because we all have it, then you're missing that layer. You're not, you're not actually, like, you may not fully evolve as a human being because we have all these layers. And if you're afraid, because it is terrifying to go down there. If you're afraid to go that down there, you, n you never really get there, and then you live your whole life without actually really experiencing the light. Which Who is, are you? Down there. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know yet. No, I'm joking. Um, but that's, that's, how I, that's how I really feel. And I mean, you know, there's this whole, uh, it, people get really new agey now, right? And it's like, oh, I'm going to do like meditation, mindfulness, yoga. I'm going to go on this retreat and that. And if th that works for those people, incredible. But I feel like there's kind of this film of, of ultra positivity that it's like, you know, I want to be positive. I'm an open-minded, positive person. But you can't have the yin without the yang. No, and here's the, here's the thing: those th that industry that you're talking about mm -hmm. is really more about putting on the 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 outfit of positivity rather than embodying it or breathing it or being it. Exactly, it, and it's a bit. It, it's you know this this cultural phenomenon where like th like it's probably one of the biggest money making industries right now. You know what I mean? Mm. And uh, you know if people are feeling grounded really and 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 spiritual and deep in these facets. Awesome. I, I'm completely supportive of that. But there's just sort of this, I don't know, something's missing for me in that, you know? I really do feel that you really need to sit by yourself, with yourself, alone, in order to really reach those areas that are really tough. And, you know, or get a good therapist. Or, you know, uh, I don't know, a good, you know. Go for a thousand kilometer walk? Yeah, I mean, that, that could help. You know? <laughs> yeah, being in nature, I think, helps. You yeah, know, there does, are different yeah. things that you could do, but... Um, Another thing I wanted to ask you about was um, uh, just on that last song, Chameleon. I, I keep thinking about the 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 garbage that women have to put up with in this industry. And I remember the first time you and Cindy came on the show, and I I failed miserably with this that interview, but also with this question because I think I sort of said something like, "Oh, is it? Are you guys successful because you're hot?" Like, what a dumb thing to say, right? Just what a, a dopey, dopey thing to say. But but then, as I've gotten to know, you know, you're, you and your people and your scene, and, and I, I really kind of feel an angst for the women who have to navigate this industry in ways that men don't. Mm -hmm. Are they doing this for me because they want to get with me? Are they doing this with me? Are they being nice to me because of, there's an agenda? How do I have to show up to this meeting? How, how, how do I have to show up to this relationship, this yeah. chameleon-like Game and look, mm -hmm. all artists kind of have that chameleon uh, thing going on. But I, it, am I wrong in in putting these words on this? Which is, I, I think, w women have to play the chameleon game even more. Well, I mean, if you choose to play that game, or you can just stand up for what you believe in and who you are. But yes, uh, it's. It, I would say it's it's exceptionally more difficult to navigate. Um, there are way less of us in the industry. Right. It's just the nature of the beast. You know, right. women still, you know, once in a while have families, right? We are the bearer of children. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm going to be <clears throat> years old in September. I've heard. And, uh, you know, I, I would like to have a child in my life. And that's, you know, that's been, that's proven to be very difficult with what I do because I've lived out of a van and out of suitcases and out of hotels for the last decade. Um, that it's not 
it's not been a priority mm. because my, my career and art has been the number one priority. And now I've come to a, a place in my life where I'm like, you know what, I can still, because it's been hard enough to maneuver within this industry as a woman, I can, st I can do it all. I can do it all. You know, you just have to have great support around you. And, and healthy uh, boundaries. And healthy boundaries. So why not be a rock and roll musician or a folk and roll musician and also have a child? You know, <laughs> this is something. But yes, um, that, that topic about, you know, women in the music industry, you know, it's, it's uh, spoken about ad nauseum and it still needs to be, which is the problem. That's the problem. Right? That's yes. the problem. It's actually not being rectified. It's being addressed, but yeah. how is it really being addressed? Yeah. And are people embodying what they're learning from the whole conversation? I'm not sure. We'll see. <laughs> I'm glad you are back on the show. Thanks, it is so too. good to see you again. Too. What yes. what shall we do now? It's up to you, Drew. Shall I play another I'd like to do that. Tune? Yes. Um I forgot to ask you this, but this is not my song. It's a it's an Italian love song yes. that I grew up with. Is that okay to sure. play on the radio? Love it. Okay. The artist unfortunately has passed, so he won't get personally mad, but Oh well, that's okay. This is a this is a song that I really wanted to cover, and actually, it's kind of spurred on this this desire to do an Italian '60s '70s cover album, because um, this is the kind of like rock pop music I grew up with. My dad used to play some great great um, records when I was little. So this is uh, a song by Lucio Dalla. It's uh, the most painfully beautiful song, which I can't, you know, I probably don't have time to go into detail about the story now. But it's called Caruso. Wait a second. Why? Well, do you have time for me? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to impose. Um, so this, the, Lucio Dalla wrote this song about Enrico Caruso, who was a famous opera star in Italy um, many, many years ago. And Enrico Caruso was in love with a much younger woman. And uh, in this beautiful, tormented love affair, the song is at the point where he's about to die because he's much older than her. He's about to pass. They're about to part, this, this like, leaving that that thing behind, right? And just the lyrics, it's so hard to translate because the, uh, the romantic languages, you know, they just don't translate that well in, into English. Um, but in Italian, lush poetry and metaphor and just imagery that it's like, wow, I can, f I can feel, I can taste, I can see exactly what this man is singing about. So I really wanted to uh, cover this painfully beautiful song. Excellent, excellent. What's it called again? Caruso. Live on the Drew Marshall Show, Andrea Ramelo. Qui dove il mare luccica e tira forte il vento Su una vecchia terrazza davanti al golfo di Suriento Un uomo abbraccia una ragazza Dopo che aveva pianto Poi si schiarisce la voce E ricomincia il canto Te voglio bene sai Ma tanto, tanto bene sai E una catena ormai scioglie il sangue tinte bene sai vede le luci in mezzo al mare penso alle notti là in America ma erano solo le lampare le 
bianca scia di un'elica il dolore della musica si alza dal piano forte ma quando vede la luna uscita una nuvola mi sembra più dolce anche la morte guardo negli occhi la ragazza quegli occhi verdi come il mare poi all'improvviso uscì una lacrima e lui credete di affogare. Te voglio bene assai, ma tanto, tanto bene sai. E una catena ormai. Scioglie il sangue di te bene, sai. Potenza della lirica, dove ogni dramma è un falso, che con un po' di trucco e con la mimica puoi diventare un altro. Ma due occhi che ti guardano così vicini e veri scordare le parole confondono i pensieri così diventa tutto piccolo anche le notti là in America ti volti e ti vedi la tua vita come la scia di un'elica ma se è la vita che finisce ma lui non ci pensò poi tanto Anzi si sentiva già felice e ricominciò il suo canto. Te voglio bene, sai, ma tanto, tanto bene, sai. E una catena ormai che scioglie il Wow. Wow. You you must always get a reaction when you play that song. The, you, the crowd just, you know. I know. I find it really interesting because mo- mostly the crowds that don't speak Italian love it so much. I don't oh, the know. Italians don't like it? No, the Italians. It's like the Aussies don't drink Fosters. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, no, the Italians, lo- they, they do love it and they, they, they appreciate it and they remember it. And so, you know, it makes them all feel nostalgic. I just played it last weekend for some guests who were visiting, Italian um, guests. But... The, the English audiences, the non-Italian speaking audiences, there's something that draws them yeah. in that's not the language. It, meaning, it's not the meaning, the content. No, no it's, it's the emotive uh, reality behind that culture and that language. It's not yeah, the words. It's, it's so the, Our language fails miserably to communicate what, what that just did. I agree. Our, our language is, uh, you know, I love that I speak English. It's, you know, yeah. quite... Uh, Don't get me wrong. It gets language. me around the world. Exactly. That's what I mean. But, uh, yeah, there's something mystical and, and, and beautiful. And that melody that he created, man, it's just so moving. So yeah. I, 
I love that. Ooh. I love that tune. Yeah, that's on the album in two different versions. So Tim is the chick in the room, right? And he gets yeah. shivers during music things, and I don't get it. I just don't. But I got the You got a little shiver. Oh man, that wrecked me. Maybe you're getting a cold. Or <laughs> <laughs> just coming, coming down with something. Yeah. Um, I have a very good friend, <clears throat> Marcella. Mm-hmm. I guess I should say I had a very good friend, Marcella. Uh, Marcella came on the show uh, three times and talked about her battle with MS. Wow. And then her family uh, asked me to speak at her funeral and um, uh, to conduct the, the, the funeral. And uh, this, is a, this is a young Italian woman who, you know, I legit fell in love with. There's that word again, legit. I fell mm-hmm. in love with because she was just, she had this gracious tenacity about her. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I got to know her family, and you guys are nuts. I know it's true. <laughs> the food, the volume of the conversation, the <laughs> talking over like each yelling, other, yeah. and you know what? And so Canadian people, I'm going to say, and many friends that I've had as well, yeah. it's really hard for them still to process and deal with. They think that either you know I'm I'm rude or I'm yelling or I'm angry or yeah. something. Yeah. That's actually not quite what I'm experiencing. No, you know no, what I mean? That's not. You know, and we 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 tell it kind of like it is in our you know in our family. If something was the matter, well, everybody knew about it, yep. and then it was over. It was over. You know, there was no there's no passive aggressiveness. So no. that's one thing that I take with me with with pride because I think that it's a, a healthier way to be. How about homemade wine? Um, no comment. I don't like it very much. Oh, okay. All right, my leave. dad, we'll my, you know, it's kind Your of Your dad sucks like, at making homemade well, wine. Well, no, okay, just, you know, no, the, no, you said it. You said trial, it. How do you feel about that, Wine needs to be aged. Wine needs to have some time. It's like any, any a good woman, you know? The older, what? the better. <laughs> Women age beautifully over time. True, true. Finer, finer. Finer. Yeah. Um, June 4th? No, what was the date close, again? Close, not at all. June 30th. That's what I meant. Friday. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> very close, Drew. Good listening skills. June you did mention. 30th. Yeah, so June thirtieth at, at the Dakota, Dakota Tavern, one of my favorite places to go. Me to too, and to stuff. it's been a while since I played there. And also, it's a very early show, so it's kind of like post-work cocktail hour. Okay. I'll be on just after seven, so get there at seven. Okay. And I'm sharing the bill with uh, two dear, dear friends from Australia called This Way North. Okay. They're like a powerhouse duo, kind of like the the Black Keys, but female version. So that'll be fun. So we're doing seven to nine slot. Hope people can make it down. I want to play a little bit from another track off your CD just as we go away and Mm -hmm. say goodbye to you. Uh, We just uh, played Coming Out. What's another, you know, 30 seconds of something you want to play? 30 seconds. Why don't we play Fill the Spaces, which is with uh, Matt Epp, a duet, lovely duet we wrote together. And he just won the International Songwriting Competition Award for his song, The Sound, which is incredible. So check out Matt Epp, my dear, dear friend. Track 10 off of this CD, Nuda, N-U-D-A, which yep. is Italian for butt naked, <laughs> and uh, Da Sola, which is the unplugged version that uh, Faye Blade took care of uh, here as well. So that was a brilliant little combo platter. Well done. Thank I like this. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, folks. So good to have you. That was Andrea Ramelo. And so is this. I sleep easy with the noises of the night. The bustle of the city streets Through my open window I I cannot say your name It echoes in the empty rooms So I fill the 